Hi, I'm Ashley McElwain, licensed marriage and family therapist, founder and CEO of Foundation Restoration. Welcome to Foundation Restoration's Real Talk podcast, where you'll find real people discussing real issues while offering real help at the intersection of clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. We're so glad you've joined us. Hello, friends, and welcome to our final podcast of the 2023 year. It's hard to believe, but we have had a full year of the Real Talk podcast, and I am just so grateful that we all get to be together one last time to round out the year. Merry Christmas. I hope and pray that you have an amazing Christmas and that you just so enjoy um, this special time of year and just the heart and the reason of it. Again, I'm so grateful for our year and all that we have shared together. I'm thankful for an entire year of the Real Talk podcast and um, just this time that we've been able to spend together. So thank you. Thank you for joining me throughout this entire year of 2023. And I, again, just pray that as you wrap up this year, it's so blessed that you're able to enjoy the Christmas season and that your 2024 starts off well and blessed and healthy. Again, it's crazy as I reflect on just where we're at. You know, this time of year is very crazy for me. We are doing our year-end fundraiser, as always, for Foundation Restoration, trying to raise much-needed money to help set our ministry up for 2024 and the, the dreams and the hopes and the plans that we have for the upcoming year. So it's, it's really crazy. And I would just invite you guys again, if, if you're blessed by Foundation Restoration, whether you're just a podcast listener, whether you are a client, whether you've come to our events, whether um, you've just been touched through our website or through any of our resources, um, I would just challenge you to whether it is $10 or $10,000, whatever it is, every dollar matters and it counts. So would you please consider joining us as we try to reach our year-end goal of $30,000? The first $15,000 will be matched dollar for dollar. So when you donate $10, that's really $20. Um, Whatever you can afford to give, even if it's a dollar, we just so appreciate that act of faithfulness to sow into our ministry and what God's doing through us. And um, it's tax deductible. It helps save lives. It helps helps save marriages and families. Just as in the last couple weeks, we've had several stories come come in from people who have just talked about how the time that they've spent with our professional therapy, how it's totally changed their lives, their marriages, and their family. Because um, many of clients come in for individual couples work and even involve the kids, which because now we, we have a clinician who serves um, kids ages five and up. So the stories come in regularly of how our ministry and how our clinicians, how our team are being used by God to to help people. And so I just want to invite you into that work. Help us. Would you please help us reach our year-end goal of $30,000? You can do that through a donation. Like I said, $1, dollars $10, $100, $1,000, $10,000, whatever. Um, your donations matter. And we also, starting today, when you listen to this podcast, um, 
we've kicked off our silent auction so you can go online and bid on some incredible items that have been donated to support our ministry or if you're local to Raleigh we'd love for you it's not too late for you to get tickets to our second chance prom which is happening Friday December 29th here in Raleigh 6 to 9 p.m. there's going to be hors d'oeuvres there's going to be dancing there's a photo booth and I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of laughter and a lot of fun so I hope you guys will choose to join us um, and support our ministry whether it's through that donation through bidding through coming to our event or a combination of any of those we would just really appreciate it so thank you um and just just to share a little bit about what we've accomplished just in this last year we've provided um 2500 hours of professional therapy to people across all ages and stages and situations we've served nearly 350 clients kids, adults, couples, families. This podcast you're listening to will be the 24th podcast that we've recorded of the year. We expanded into a new suite, adding three new therapy rooms, and we have a training room that we share, and we've gotten events back up and running. We added two new clinicians to the team, so we have done a ton in 2023, and in 2024, we have a lot more that we want to do, and we just hope that you'll stand with our ministry, support us through your tax deductible gift um, here as we wrap up the year and and just thank you thank you for sowing into our ministry and into what God is doing here well that being said I just want to jump into today's podcast and I was thinking about how quite honestly this time of year is very very crazy for me there's the usual Christmas shenanigans and trying to fit everything in and do all the things and all the traditions and see everybody and check off all the to-dos but also I'm fundraising for my ministry which is always a very very um, busy intense time and to be honest with you, I struggle this time of year sometimes to feel the joy of Christmas, which makes me very, very sad because Christmas is truly my favorite time of year. I absolutely love Christmas and and just reflecting on the fact that like Christmas is about the greatest gift ever given to us, that hope was born for Christmas. And so I get very sad about the fact that sometimes I can get overextended and can kind of get caught up in craziness of closing out the year for foundation restoration and, and trying to, to raise those much needed funds and also trying to be the mom that I want to be and, and make it magical and enjoy and savor every second with Grayson. Seeing Christmas through the eyes of a six-year-old is such a gift. And so I want to do all the things and go to all the things and, and savor that and enjoy that. Um, and, and then there's there's all the traditions that I'm trying to fit in. And so what I've found, though, is it's very, very easy to feel like the joy of Christmas is stolen or lost. And so today's podcast really comes out of my own personal struggle to protect and preserve um, the, the joy of Christmas and what it's really about. So... You know, again, it it can be the most wonderful time of the year. I believe it is the most wonderful time of year, um, but it can be one of the toughest times of the year. And we do have a tendency to be overextended, to overspend, to be overwhelmed. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. There's a lot of expectations that we put on ourselves, that we put on others, that others put on us. There's just a lot. And expectations really can come from so many different directions and from so many different people. And before you know it, like I said, the joy of Christmas can get lost in it all. And is that really what the most wonderful time of year is about? No. 
And so today I really want to talk about how you and me, how we can preserve the joy of Christmas through healthy boundaries. You know, boundaries are really these markers that we place to preserve and protect things. It's where we end, where someone else begins. It's where our responsibility ends, somebody else's begins. Boundaries are a a placeholder that keep what we want in and keep what we don't want out. And boundaries are something that only we can set and only we can enforce. And so boundaries are, are so important across the board in all things and in all relationships. And some of us really struggle with boundaries setting them some of us struggle with following them some of them respecting them but boundaries really are an essential component of life and and certainly to relationships and so the first thing I want us to remember going into this season is remembering the reason I if you have been tuning into this podcast at all for any amount of time you'll know that I'm big on the why why do we do something why are we motivated? What is what's at the heart of what we're doing? Thinking what compels us, and so I, for me, when I feel the chaos and the craziness of everything, I come back to Christmas is about celebrating the greatest gift of all time, Jesus. Jesus is at the heart of it, you know. And it's kind of cheesy and cliche to say Jesus is the reason for the season, but it's so true. The lights that we hang, the lights that we go look at, the the lights that are all around us, they're to remind us that the light of the world was born. The gifts that we buy, the gifts that we receive, the gifts that we so frantically seem to want to get and have the best of and all of those things, it's, it's a reminder pointing us toward that we receive the greatest gift of all time, Jesus. And the act of giving gifts... You know, we look at the the wise men that came to see Jesus and they came bearing gifts to present to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's that's what gift giving is about. It's not just about how much do you spend, how much can you spend, um, the, the amount of gifts. It's about the quality of gifts and remembering that we are giving gifts symbolically because we were given the greatest gift of all time. This is just stuff. Jesus is what it's all about. And so we cannot forget that all of the hustle and bustle, the gatherings, the parties, they're all about coming together to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the greatest gift we've ever been given, the hope of the world, the light of the world is Jesus. And that is the heart of Christmas. Everything we do should be with that in mind. And when we get caught up in in having the perfect and, and, and everybody's expectations and all, we have to come back to, where is Jesus in this? And that's the question that I would have you ask yourself in all things. Where is Jesus in this? What part does Jesus play in what I am doing, what I'm about to do? Where is Jesus in this? And so we have to make sure we're creating space, right? Like, I think back to that very first Christmas, there was no room for a babe. You know, we Mary and Joseph went all around Bethlehem trying to find a room, a place to, to bring the Savior of the world into the world. And there was no room for them. They searched high and low. They knocked on all the doors. No room for you. No room for you. No room for you. Are we doing that this Christmas? Are we saying, Lord, there's no room for you, there's no room for you, there's no room for you, there's no room for you? Are we saying, here, let me make room for you? 
because that's what this season's about. It's about making room for Jesus. It's about gathering around the very heart of this season that is Jesus. So everything we do, whether it's fundraising, for those of you in the nonprofit world, whether it is gift buying, whether it's gift exchanging, whether it's party planning, whether it's baking, whether it's family stuff, whatever it is, where is Jesus? Where are you making room for Jesus in that? And is what you're doing about Jesus? And this is something I have to do in all of the things, the decorating, the the planning, the card writing, all of it. Where am I making room for Jesus? So I just encourage you, don't let the stuff keep you from the reason. Don't let the stuff crowd out and hinder you from making room for Jesus, the real reason for all of this. If it is stealing the reason for the season, it's time to reprioritize what it is and reorient it and reconfigure it to make room for Jesus. The second thing I would say is don't be afraid to say no. I'm not great at this, um, so I'm, I'm not speaking from any kind of ivory tower at all. I think it's very easy to want to say yes to everything, but when we say yes to everything, sometimes we're really saying no to the best things because we, we get overextended. Or if you're like me, I get overstimulated. Um, And so you have to look and say what is most important. And you have to know who and what is most important. And then, you know, and this kind of ties in to my, my second and third point are very intermingled because that's protecting what and who matters most. So sometimes when we say no to that party, we have to realize we're saying no to that party so we can say yes to a little bit of margin to, to, to spend time with our family or with our kids or just to get a little bit of breathing room so that we have more excitement and, and bandwidth for our family. So don't be afraid to say no, knowing that no is necessary sometimes. And um, when we know why and we're making room for Jesus and we're making room for for our family or we're making room for celebrating those we love in Jesus, then it makes the no a little bit easier. And and sometimes it's disappointing, right? We don't want to say no. Sometimes there's things we really want to do, but we just can't. And, and that's okay. We have to learn to be able to say no graciously and just leave it at no. And then again, that goes into that third point, which is what I said, protecting what and who matters most. So who is most important in this season? For me, I, my child and preserving Christmas for my child and for my immediate family is so important to me. I want to make those memories. I want to savor that. I want to look back on the pictures and smile with such joy that just remembering it all. I love being able to have the time to create little traditions and every year look forward to those. And, you know, I really try with Grayson to talk about like, where's Jesus in all of this and laughing and remembering and reflecting on do you remember last year when we did this and you know when you've you've done things four five six years in a row and and you know Grayson's six now so I feel like you know he remembers things back from like two and it's really fun to look and see how things have changed especially like going through COVID Christmases and things have changed a lot and I I love though traditions I think one of the biggest things that I would encourage you being a licensed marriage and family therapist that I see a lot is there's a lot of pressure 
that can come from our family of origin and the family of origin values their traditions and how things looked and how they should go and while that is very sweet and it is very special and we want to honor our family and we want to honor our family of origins traditions when we have a family of our own that is now the priority and so i would encourage you to sit down with your spouse sit down with your kids and ask what are the things that they value most about christmas what are the traditions they love what are the things they enjoy doing most and prioritizing that and and sometimes that means disappointing your family of origin you know i know it's very challenging my family's all spread out i have a sister in florida i have a sister in minnesota um i'm very fortunate to have my parents here in raleigh with us but it's hard i've longed for and missed the days where we all got together in pennsylvania at my parents and you know as we've gotten married as kids have gotten involved it's tough. Christmases don't look the same. And I know I always feel a tug in my heart to want to all be together, but it's hard with the traveling and wanting to protect and preserve the traditions that we have with our little guy in our little family. It's very difficult to figure out how that all slots together. Um, and not wanting, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I want everyone to feel loved. And so I know that many of you feel that same tug and that pull of like, oh, how do I do this? And how do I not put pressure on them? And how do I not feel pressure myself? And how do we make this work? And I would say, you know, again, find the threads that can be woven throughout the groups that work, but keeping your little family of origin is the top priority because they are, um, you know, your, your parents, your siblings, they're so special, but a spouse and your kids, you know, those, those are, they're the priority. And so you look at that and, and again, I would ask even your family of origin, what about it? What do you miss most? And are there things that you can do together? I saw recently a friend um, posted how her in-laws, they all do a Zoom call and all bake or make the same meal. So they're all like sharing a meal together. Um, They're all baking or making it all together. And then they sit down and even though they can't be in person, um, they all feel like they're together. And I really love how they, they were creative in coming up with that. And they'd actually established that during COVID. But, you know, find out what it really is about the traditions that are most important to each person and then see if you can make those pieces work in a creative way. Um, But don't be afraid to protect what and who matters most. And then the fourth thing I would say is just breathe. (laughs) Breathe. I know for me sometimes, again, like I said, this time of year is very, very tough for me um, because I want to squeeze out all of the Christmas joy and fun and excitement that I can. But at the same time, I have a lot of obligations with our ministry and there's a lot of expectation and pressure that comes with trying to raise the money we need to accomplish what God has put in my heart for the upcoming year and making sure that I'm leading my team well and that we have what we need to do what we need and what we're called to. And so I feel a lot of pressure I work a lot of hours because again I'm trying to enjoy my time with my little guy so to not interfere with that I I work a lot through the night to get it all done and so you know I think for me sometimes it's finding ways to decompress and breathe and sometimes that's um, you know means getting up very very early to 
to be able to fit in a little bit of time to decompress. Um, but I would just encourage you to breathe. Take moments to breathe, pray, and come back to that reason, the reason for this season. Um, and remembering that this is all about Jesus. It's all about celebrating that we have a Savior who loves us. A God who cares so deeply about us that he knew we just cannot be reconciled to him on our own. We're not good enough. We're not strong enough. You know, we cannot follow all of the laws that a holy God requires of us. We're broken. We're sinful. We fall short of the glory of God every single day. And how great that our God didn't leave us in that broken, sinful, alone place. But rather, he was a God who loved us and said, I know you can't do it, but I love you enough to do it for you. And I'm going to give you the greatest gift of all time. I'm going to give you Jesus. I'm going to send him to you in the most humble of ways as a baby in a manger placed in a trough a feeding trough amongst the dirt the filth it's not glamorous it's humble and jesus is going to come as emmanuel god with you don't be afraid don't be dismayed the light of the world has come to cast out darkness all we have to do is believe and receive that greatest gift and to walk in the gift of forgiveness, the gift of salvation, because Jesus would later die on a cross for our sins so that we could be made right with God and then be raised from the dead three days later to offer us eternal life. But all we have to do is receive that gift. And I'm so grateful for that. And so in moments of chaos, in moments of feeling tugged and pulled in a million directions, in the times where I feel like I'm failing and I've fallen behind and I didn't bake enough, I didn't gift enough, and I didn't do enough, or I didn't create enough, and I, oh, I didn't do that craft, and oh, I missed out on this, I disappointed this person, oh, I didn't, that's right, I forgot about that. I get so caught up in all of that. And I just have to stop. Sometimes I just stand there. And sometimes tears are rolling down my eyes, just being so overwhelmed. And I breathe, and I say, God... You are a wonderful counselor, a mighty God. You are the Prince of Peace. You are Emmanuel, God with me. That's what this is about. And God, I ask you right now to be with me again, to calm me, to give me peace, to help me to walk in your counsel and to enjoy this season. And friends, I pray that for you. I pray that you would be able to remember the reason that you'd be that you wouldn't be afraid to say no to some things so you can say yes to the right things. I pray that you have wisdom to know who and what are most important and to protect and defend those. And I pray that you would have the space and the ability to breathe when you need to and to remember and reflect on who and what this is all about. May we all make room for Jesus in our Christmas season to protect the joy of Christmas. Merry Christmas, friends. I can't wait to meet with you in the new year. I pray blessings over your Christmas. I pray blessings over your new year. And I can't wait to see what God does um, through this ministry, through your life, through my life, as we seek him, as we place him as that King of kings and Lord of lords in our life. 
Um, once again, I'd ask you to consider supporting our ministry. You can visit foundationrestoration.org. That's where you can, you'll see there's a little pop-up. You can donate, you can bid, you can attend our event, buy tickets. But regardless, would you please be praying for me and for this ministry as we try to meet our year-end goal, as we try to press on to what God has for us in the coming year. And friends, may we all just go out today asking, Lord, how can I be more like you? How can I celebrate you this season? Merry Christmas, friends, and happy, happy New Year. Can't wait to see you in 2024. Well, friends, this concludes this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad you did. Remember, you were handcrafted by God, are dearly loved, and greatly needed in this world. We look forward to seeing you back here next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Talk. To stay connected, follow Foundation Restoration on Instagram and Facebook at FND Restoration. Or visit us at www.foundationrestoration.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow or subscribe and to leave us a five-star review so more people can find our show. Foundation Restoration is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry that believes marriage is the heartbeat of society and exists to equip, strengthen, and restore marriages through clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting our ministry with a tax-deductible donation at www.foundationrestoration.org. Your gift makes programs like this possible. Thank you for your generosity and partnership.